Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We are getting into episode 5 of Kenobi. One week left. One week left. First off, I've got a couple apologies I'm going to throw out there. First apology is for the late episode this week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little mixture of everything. We've been super busy this week, and I have had something to do every single day this week, so it's really kind of messed stuff up. But being that the day that this podcast is coming out and everything, I'm going to go ahead and throw out a happy Father's Day to everybody. Uh, we should be day before it here, so uh, the other apology I want to make Coming into Kenobi is, I want to genuinely say, I'm sorry. Star Wars kind of proved me wrong. I got pretty upset over the fact of Raven knowing some features about Anakin Skywalker being Vader, stuff like that. That wasn't really, I was very, I was an impatient fan. I didn't like that they gave me that information ahead of time with no explanation, but it did pay off in this episode as you're going to come and see later on as we explain some more about it. So, starting off, Destiny, what did you think about this episode? Episode 5. Well, I think that you're way jumping into this episode really fast. Well, I had... We didn't talk about our week at all. We didn't talk about what we've been up to. Like... Well, we can backtrack. I'm sorry. Back it up. Back it up. I'm all excited about Kenobi. I, I... I've watched. I watched it two days ago, and it's all I've been think. been thinking about, and it's, it's. I, I'm sorry, it's just on my mind. So, so yes, let's backtrack. We can start with our week. You want to go first on our week? Yeah, I am just still at my new job. It's only my second week. There's a lot of new things to learn. A lot of people wear dentures. I have learned, and that's been about the meat of my week other than I had to get a bridesmaid's dress altered and let me just say I am currently starving myself because I ordered this dress six months ago and it almost didn't zip and when it did zip it was very uncomfortable so I am doing what you're not supposed to do I am eating bone broth for dinner. I'm trying to keep my calories around 800 a day. I'm going to start throwing in some cardio. Just so I'm not miserable in the dress. Obviously, I'm not the center of attention. It's not my wedding. But I don't want to be uncomfortable in my dress. This is it's All this is completely against my own opinion. But my opinion doesn't matter. So... It doesn't, this is not about the way that I look. This has everything to do with the fact that my dress is uncomfortable. Well, I'm just saying that, that that you're doing this under your own willpower. I am. And let me just tell y'all, bone broth is disgusting. And to all those celebrities out there that is like telling us that this is the next greatest thing for weight loss, like... How do you stick to it? Because 
It is disgusting. Well, the name Bone Broth didn't go, hmm, doesn't sound like it's going to be that great. I might like the chicken one better. I have to get some more, so maybe I should get the chicken one. We can try the chicken one for you. Yeah. So, do you want me to go in my week now? Yes. So, my week's been absolutely insane. So... The lawnmower, the hub went down on the lawnmower last weekend when we were mowing your grandmother's yard. Uh, that's been a nightmare trying to repair in itself. For weeks now, I've had this plan. I've actually have my dad's my dad's truck with me. I'm wanting to do some work to it and fix it up for him for Father's Day and do stuff like that. And well, everything has completely made that almost impossible for this weekend. So now we have the lawnmower issue, which I'm doing today. And then we also have Destiny, all of her stuff going on. We got to go to her grandmother's again tomorrow. And then we have my brother with his truck and his clutch is now acting up. So it's been... And honestly, if my brother lived in the same state as us, I'm sure you'd be working on his car too. Because apparently his car is basically undrivable at this point. (laughs) Anyway, so we've had just like a crazy busy week just in general, and it's hot. I, oh my God, I want my refund back. I did not sign up for this when I moved to Alabama. We are in, I mean, this isn't the hottest heat wave we've had. It's way worse than last year. It's just a, it's a very long heat wave. (laughs) Uh, We've had, Every day this week has been in the 90s. And you know what? Before anybody gets in the comments and jumping in saying, oh, you should live out here in Arizona or Nevada or something like that. Look, all I'm saying is it's hot. It's hot for me. I know it's hot for y'all. It's just hot. Like, we it's can all not the together. temperature that'll get you. It's the humidity. Mm-hmm. You you add the humid yeah okay so we're saying it's only ninety degrees you add the humidity on top of that and it makes it feel like it's freaking a hundred to a hundred and five degrees yeah you don't get that in Arizona y'all have a dry heat out there well so now that we've we've had our complaining session no it wasn't a complaining session oh mine was I complained <laughs> you did kind of complain about everything you're busy with I am busy. Yeah, like while we're sitting it here, does, it doesn't help either that that I, when I was going over the stuff I needed to get done today, on top of that of uh, getting asked to stay a little bit late at work today, which I'm always up for because overtime. Overtime. But uh, my lovely wife decided to go. Well, when you get home, you need to hurry up and get Danny's truck done, and just get it over with. And I'm like, I had to. Pull, politely tell her like quit rushing me i haven't even got home yet and there's something else i thought of that we need to do that i haven't brought up to him grocery shop yeah and i really think we should go tonight so we're done for the weekend well it may be late tonight when we go well the grocery store we go to closes at eight (laughs) transition into kenobi transition transition Transition. So, so, do we want to just do like a quick breakdown real quick of everything that happened in Kenobi? Everyone died. <laughs> Everyone died viciously. Everyone no. got their heads chopped off. No, so we, uh, so coming in and of course Lola 
the cutest little droid ever has been spiked, has a tracker on her, and it is also uh, making evil Lola. Making evil Lola. I figured you would laugh at that. No, I'm sorry. I didn't find that very funny. That was a Jackie joke. Anyways. No, that, no. Now you have to let me explain what a Jackie you joke just, is. You just wanted to say it was a Jackie joke so you could explain a Jackie joke because you think everybody thinks you're funny when you explain Jackie jokes. No, I don't. <laughs> so, my sister-in-law, Dakota's sister, she is so precious. She tries so hard to be funny, but she's like the ultimate dad when it comes to jokes. Like... Her jokes just aren't funny. This is what she does. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. Because he was hungry. And it was dinner time. Like, she just keeps explaining the jokes. Like, we may, like, kind of giggle at first. And it's just, like, where you overly explain a joke. And she's gotten the, better. That that was a very poor description. Because she's not that bad. So, here, here's She the, is, though. Here's she's the, not now she isn't. Here's the way, the best way to describe how her jokes are. When we were at Universal, we were sitting at dinner... And we were talking about some of the rides that we had rode today because we kind of split up at Universal. Um, And me and Destiny spent most of the day together. And we were talking about, I can't remember what ride it was we were talking about. But anyways, I I said it was a little cheesy. And we were sitting there and I just was, because I knew she would laugh at it. I I would go, I needed some macaroni with all that cheese that we got. And she... And she has this giggle she does. She'll go, <laughs> when she laughs. At, but that's the way to explain it. That's the type of jokes that she she does. And she's the ultimate dad joker. Yeah. She finds, like, cheesy jokes the best. So, like, we have this running joke in my family, in our family. It's like, that's a Jackie joke. Which then is way funnier than the crappy joke that was told. <laughs> And now, like, your brother is kind of, like, starting to tell Jackie jokes, like, a lot. Yeah, I don't know why he's doing that. But, anyways, so going back to the breakdown, (laughs) retransitioning. So, coming into Kenobi after we find Darth Lola. We're we're at this base uh it's you can't call it a rebel base yet they're not rebels they're refugees they're trying to get off world and they are still actively trying to run from vader they they know they're coming you know they they knew they were coming as soon as they boarded so they're working on the ship everything Really, that's pretty that's, much the whole episode. Yeah, that's that really sets up the scenery. For that's it. it. Yeah, and and like some it's a of trash like, planet. Yeah, some of the big things that happen in this episode is Rava is named the Grand Inquisitor. They do yes. eventually escape. So, because a lot of the big story stuff happens toward the end of the episode, I will. I do want to throw one thing in. Because uh, I know it's toward the end of the episode, but it's something I want to plug in now before we get into the Rava stuff. So, at one point in the episode, that we, we see Kenobi look down at a box of lightsabers. So, mm-hmm. these lightsabers, I I have looked at them. A lot of people's looked at them. Nobody really recognizes any of them. There's one that looks sort of like Qui-Gon Jinn's. 
that a lot of people are saying is Quinlan Voss's, and the reason why is because his lightsaber looks a lot like Qui-Gon's, but it even is still just a little bit different. So, as far as we know, all those lightsabers are just from random Jedi that we don't know yet. We do get a lot of quotes, though, on the wall when he's looking at the wall, and there's a lot of Legends characters that are brought up through that. I'd like to sit down at one point, probably on TikTok. Uh, it'd be easier to do on TikTok, but I'd like to break it down and sh show which Legend characters pop up, where, what their quotes are, stuff like that. So... Do you want? Is there anything you want to throw in there, like a, just a random plug before we get into the character development? Yes, there is. In regards to Rava, I freaking told you so. On which part? Me telling you that they would explain how she knew what she knew. So they explained one thing, which I know, of course, I apologized at the beginning of the episode. I told they, you so. But If you go back and listen to the first episode that we did. But I also said that, and I, can, I may have said it in the second episode, I also said that I am holding out to the, all of my critiques until the end to, for the finale. And that was why. That is the main reason why. I still but, don't like her as a character. No, she she's better. She's better, and and because of this episode, she's better. I still have a couple critiques, and I'm going to point one out in a minute, but the rest of them I'm going to save for later. The, but she, she had she. I still believe that she was made to be an annoying character, and she's kind of growing on us the more that we're getting accustomed to her annoyingness. So, of course. We come in and we have Rava's backstory. So just kind of giving a brief overview of her backstory because really and truly, you probably watched the episode. If not, go watch the episode. It is worth it. They're probably not watch. They probably, if they're listening, then they've seen it. Yes, but just as a refresher. So of course, Rava is one of the tattered ones that we see in the opening scenes of episode one. She is. She is there for Order 66. We later find out that she actually gets stabbed by Anakin uh, directly face-to-face. -face, and that's how that she knows that he is Vader. I thought she said she played dead. She did. So, there's a lot of... There, so, I've I've watched several things on this and read and I rewatched the scene. So, there... It, it's weird. Even She does say that she plays dead, but it's very split. Because it's obvious that in that one scene that parallels, you know, spoiler, when she gets stabbed at the end, it's flashing back and forth and it shows Anakin right up on her and stabs her. So, it even though it flashes back to current time with Vader uh, and when he pulls in okay. and comes out... But that's the that's the thing. Like, yeah, it, everybody's going back to... The, we didn't see it happen, but... It's very unlikely that Anakin slaughtered that many younglings and then went, oh, we're going to save her. There's something special. No. his He was there for a reason and nobody was to survive that. So, that that's where the whole thing is now. I, I think she got stabbed as a youngling, somehow managed to survive, and she got stabbed again. I do want to throw a random plug in here. If I was Qui-Gon Jinn, 
no wonder he's not talking to Kenobi. That's the most bitter Force Ghost ever because he <laughs> because the way he died. Just in this series, we've seen three other people survive the same exact way he died, and. Also, in Clone Wars, same thing. There's at least five people that survived the same way he died. And then there's numerous, countless times that people have had much, much worse, worse, like, supposed deaths and then survived. Maul got cut in half and survived solely on hate. Qui-Gon Jinn gets stabbed in the stomach region and dies. And I understand that reality wise he probably accepted his fate he he let go but like i if i was qui-gon i would be so bitter like as the force ghost looking at and going why 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 are you alive i have something to say about this episode what's that and i'm gonna get really close to the the microphone to say it because i want to put emphasis on it okay Darth Vader did the scary walk again. The scary fast walk again. Yes, he does. (laughs) Like, he he surpassed the Michael Myers walk. I mean, he walked as if he was 10 feet tall and each step was a mile. Yeah, I mean, he was covering some ground on those steps. And it looked so good. It wasn't like... Oh, yeah, they does. put him on, like, one of those, like, flat escalators that's just moving him faster. It looked mm. like he was truly taking a step fast like that with every step. So, I will, so throwing this out there, so fun fact, I'm going to pull a you this week. So, fun fact. Don't you steal my fun facts. <laughs> I've actually got a Disney fun fact I've so, been holding on to. Well, you can, th- you can plug it in at the end of the episode. So Hayden Christensen, of course, he is actually doing a lot of the screen time in the suit came out recently we are also seeing so the way they broke broke it down is anytime it's showing vader essentially not full form if it's showing him like waist up chest up helmet only that's hayden christensen he's playing it in the suit at that point if it's showing a full suit there's actually another actor that's playing in it at that point to fill in for the hot which, in my opinion, they did great because, as we all know, the original Darth Vader that was in the suit was he was a bodybuilder. He filled the suit out, and he was just that huge mm-hmm. to start with. So they had to find somebody to fill that void when the suit is being fully shown. And I always go back to Rogue One and this because, like, you can tell a little bit in Rogue One that they don't have somebody that fills the suit out like it needed to be because it looks a little wrinkly. It's it's not. I, I guess not wrinkly is the best word, but it doesn't look like, you know, you, you're you not seeing, like, the leather pull tight. I'm sorry. I'm, like, too distracted watching, like, Vader, you know, just annihilate people to, like, <laughs> focus on the fact, like, oh, the suit looks wrinkly on him. He doesn't fill it out as well. Well, that's, that's in Rogue One. It, you can't tell in the hallway. Scene, the scene that everybody's talking about is when he's talking to Director Krennic. And he does the don't choke on your own aspirations. Yeah. That that's when because the suit everybody has some complaints about the suit in that. So, but so of course we leaving from Rava. We of course we find out her story and everything. So we open up this episode to the most beautiful scene of Coruscant. 
with Anakin and Kenobi. It was kind of a tease, though. It was. Now, it's it sets up the episode, and it we go back and forth to this flashback the whole entire episode. Everybody's complaining about the de-aging. Everybody's saying that they didn't do too good of a job with Anakin on, on the de-aging, taking some of the wrinkles out. I think they did fine. I don't it's, care. I mean, it. Look, my whole thing is, they de-aged them. It, it's it is what it is. We all know that these people are playing characters twenty years younger, twenty years later, in, or in a flashback, or playing yeah. characters ten years younger, twenty years later. Yes. So, well, I'm talking about in the flashback scene. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I think you said it backwards. They are playing characters ten years younger. 20 years after the prequels. That's better. Okay. That's how I said it the first time. No, the first time you said 20 years in the future or something like that. I came back and corrected myself. You corrected yourself. So, but beautiful scene. And as soon as I saw it, it was, I knew it was Coruscant. You know what? Mm. I've got something else to say along those lines up next to the microphone. Star Wars didn't let us down with the crappy CGI either. They made sure to put some of it in this episode. When you're up, you can you need to like whisper a little bit <laughs> because I'm we're making gonna, a point. We're gonna have to put a warning at the beginning of the episode that this may call ear, cause ear damage. No, it won't. <laughs> That's why I'm talking in a lower tone. I'm not doing my high pitch tone. So for anybody that is still listening, that their headphones no longer work. I'm sorry. We're not liable. <laughs> I, I'm not going to plug our address or anything, so... No, don't. We've already given away the state we live in. Well, I'm sure it's not that hard to track us down, so... But, quit detouring from my conversation here. So, beautiful scene of Cornsaw. You know, we get Anakin pre-Attack of the Clones Anakin. So, yes, this is... It could have been during the film of Attack of the Clones... But this is before. That's this is, what I've seen a lot of yeah. people say. He doesn't have the robotic hand yet, so Dooku hasn't cut it off. So, so with that, the tower that we see in the opening scenes that Anakin's looking out at is actually would have been Padme's tower. Aww, that would have been. The I want to see her so bad. That would be the. That would be where her her house would be at this time when she's on Coruscant. So just. Cool fact there. Fun fact. Yeah, just fun fact. Going from there, though, we jump back and forth. And I think this flashback we're getting is coming from Vader, actually. I think think it is, too. I think Vader's the one that's remembering this. But we see later on that Kenobi is, like, also recalling this because he goes, we're... We've lost or we're we're defeated. I can't remember what he said now. So the reason Anakin acts like that is he's just cocky. He's he's a very cocky person. But it's not because of anything that's actually happened. It's because since Qui Gon, you know, found him and took him in, and then he became Obi Wan's Padawan. He has been force fed that he is the chosen one, and. Whether some people believe that or not, they still recognize it as that. Plus, on top of that, he is genuinely very, not only powerful in the Force, 
but he is a true master of I think it's sensu is what it's uh I think I'm I'm I know Kenobi's lightsaber form is the defense form, which I think is form three. Well, or form two. Uh, essentially, form like I read like an article that connected this scene to somewhere in the Clone Wars, where he says something about Obi Wan holding him back. Hmm. I to, I, there's a lot of scenes like that though, because or Attack of the Clones. Sorry, Attack of the Clones, not the Clone okay, Wars. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yes, that makes more sense, but. There, there's a lot. Anakin always feels like Kenobi's holding him back because the reason Kenobi's the master of defense is because Anakin's fighting style is a very aggressive fighting style. So they, it's not that they're holding back; they are making their cell each other the masters of their own thing. And he feels like Obi One's holding him back because he won't allow him to do things. But at the end of the day, Anakin does everything with emotions. And that's why he was such a bad Jedi. That's why he was a terrible Jedi. One thing I really have come to learn in this series is that Kenobi is really, like, one with the Force. I know we hear that a lot in the series, but I think a lot of times, especially in Anakin's case, he is not, I wouldn't say, one with the Force. But Kenobi truly is one with the force and he knows how to flow with it and work with it and Anakin is really good with his lightsaber. He's an a, a really aggressive fighter. So so here's how I see it and I'm going to throw in a couple of like of like true factual things that's been proven in there. So Kenobi sees the force as like as like a higher power, you know, mm-hmm. it he he like other Jedi. This is his sole purpose in life was to be this. This is what he was supposed to do. This is what he was born to do. So, yeah, he's very stoic with everything, and he he Obi Wan is the biggest meditator out of anybody. He meditates more than any other Jedi. He trains harder than any other Jedi. That's why he. And Kenobi's very bad with the Force, actually. So, like, he, he's always been bad, but he's always trained really hard to be as good as he is, and that's what makes him that good at it. Um, so, with Anakin, he's actually extremely good with Force powers. He actually is just a better fighter than mm-hmm. he is with... he. Anakin's very strategic, and that's why he in the Clone Wars he was such a good general... He's very strategic, so he doesn't rely on his force powers as much as he should, as a lot of Jedi's do, because he would rather use brute force. Thus, kind of leading into the whole Anakin or Anakin to Vader thing. If you watch Vader's fighting style, he is very brute force, mm-hmm. and you know. like I, I'm not saying that Anakin is not like a master with the force because he oh, clearly yeah. he clearly is. I just think that Kenobi's almost relationship with the force yeah. is so different. I would almost compare it to Avatar, and you know how like you have firebenders and waterbenders and airbenders. Like Kenobi would be like an airbender, and then yeah, he'd be a monk. Yeah, he would, and then. Vader would definitely be a firebender. Well, yeah, that's what I where I was coming at, you know, and that's where the aggression thing comes in. Like you were saying, it, you know, 
but Kenobi sees it as like a higher power, so mm-hmm. that would make sense, you know, comparing him to like Aang, where he's yeah. a monk, you know that that's all he knows, that's all he and he doesn't abuse it, he doesn't and rarely strays from it. Yes, and he there's even times he uses it and really hates that he had to. We kind of see it in episode four. So I'm going to throw out my last little falter here, and then we'll kind of run back into the episode itself. So. So, random fact about Kenobi to show how much he loved Anakin and how much he believed that he was the chosen one because Qui-Gon believed. When Anakin was younger, and this was before the events of Attack of the Clones, uh, Anakin tried to leave the Jedi Order and he he no longer wanted to be a Padawan. And Kenobi actually decided and told Yoda about it that if Anakin leaves, that he's leaving it with him and that he was leaving the order to follow Anakin. So Kenobi's always believed in Anakin and has always loved him. So, and I, I love how hard they're pushing that Kenobi still believes in Anakin, even though that it's Vader there. He, he believes that Anakin's somewhere in there. There's st- the reason why they're still connected to some degree is because Anakin's there, not because Vader is searching for Kenobi. Kenobi opens his mind up and breathes Anakin, and Vader hears it because Anakin hears it. That's how I see it. I think a good way to kind of close out talking about this episode is to talk about the big revelation at the end. Yeah, so we see Kenobi kind of bring Rava back a little bit. They kind of team up. Mm-hmm. They don't fight together, but Kenobi touches that soft spot of her being a youngling. And he finally realizes that's that's how she knew Vader. That's how she knew Anakin. It was because, because she was a youngling. So she lets him go ahead, even though it's under the impression that she has him trapped. Can we just talk about though the whole Vader angry walk though that that leads into that scene when he yanks the ship back even though it was a little heavy too heavy on the CGI I wish they would have slowed the yank down a little bit but how freaking cool that we get to finally see Vader like Force Unleashed style using using the Force like that mm-hmm. just to be tricked and leaving off and you know Kenobi with all the refugees leaving but then going to what you were wanting to talk about was Rava after she gets stabbed well this is before I was actually going to talk about Rava sneaking up behind him and trying to oh no I was talking about the end can we just talk about the fact that that Vader wants to lightsaber duel her but never pulls out his own lightsaber i did notice that and i thought i'm like dang he he force force blocks her does all the stuff with the force and then takes her lightsaber away from her and takes it apart and throws her the other okay half. i'm going to i said this to you after the episode and i want to say it now 
Like, I feel like he has this soft spot for Raven because something Stop. about... No, no, listen, listen. Because oh, so, my no, no, listen, because there's something that reminds him of, like, his relationship with Ahsoka. And the whole two lightsabers thing just convinces me even more. Why would he take the time to snap it in half? Oh, my God. Get- uh, I don't like you right now. I hate that. There's so many people saying that theory. That's not what it is. The reason why he took it apart and threw her the other half, he wanted to duel her. So the whole thing with... Yeah, but no, he... No, 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 no. So look. So here's the reason why. So Sith have this power complex. As like Sith masters, they always want to know that they're the best. Even like even the apprentices, like the apprentices want to know that they're the best one out there besides their master. So through comics and stuff like that, we always see Sidious sending bounty hunters and other inquisitors and stuff like that to hunt Vader themselves and try to kill him. And so like in a case like this, Vader's accepting it. He's like, come on. He's like, I need some practice. You know, if to Vader if she kills him, that's fine. He he doesn't care. He has nothing else to live for. He doesn't care. But if he kills her, then, you know, he just goes back to... Not old, a big deal. Yeah, he just goes back to Palps, and that's one less person that's going to challenge him for his apprentice position. So, but him... Th- that's why he throws it back to her. He wanted a true duel. Anakin loves a fight. Vader loves a fight. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I do think there is some symbol symbolism there with Ahsoka because it was the last lightsaber no. that he gave her. Nope. Huh? Wait, it, what? It's the last lightsabers that he gave Ahsoka was the two. Yeah, but they didn't snap together. That's a little bit of a reach. But You're he so- took the time to tear Reva's apart. Do you want me to get you a fishing net to? Put all these fish in from your far reaches there. That's fine. I love rogue theories. <laughs> I don't like that theory. There's so many people throw. I mean, you're not the only one throwing that one out. There's a lot. Of I said it first. That. I said it as soon as I got done watching the episode. <laughs> we watched the episode like eight hours <laughs> after everybody. No, else. I got the exclusive on it. But anyways, we see Vader stab her again. You know. Once as a youngling, now as that. And my gosh, Disney Disney won't let, show us like somebody getting their arm cut off with a lightsaber or something like that. But they'll show Anakin murdering children. I know, <laughs> and just put a little warning at the beginning. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> like, where? I understand that's a big big thing behind the character of Vader but the other part is he really like the Inquisitors are known for kind of cutting people up you know that (laughs) so but anyways going past that because I know we need to wrap this up you know she gets stabbed again uh, we also get to see the Grand Inquisitor, which I called it. Wasn't gonna, dead. Well, I kind of did not think that they would kill their own cannon like that. Yeah, I mean that it's a little unrealistic to think Disney. I can I can see Disney retconning stuff that George Lucas put in place that doesn't flow with their cannon, but for right. Disney to retcon their own cannon on a show that's so beloved, 
Yeah. It's a little far-reached. But, you know, I have... I'm just going to say, like, I, I, it's not the Grand Inquisitor I, that I know and love. All of the Inquisitors are really just disappointing to me. I don't know why. They they just haven't lived up to what, what, what I know them as in Rebels. But anyways, going from that, we see that Kenobi's feeling in the Force a disturbance. And we see his... Call I can never remember what they're called, but the, his little his little holophone thing, and Belargana is not being discreet at all. No, like brings up freaking Tatooine again. Brings up Tatooine. Brings up Luke and talking about how Vader can't find out about the children and all this, and and bring and says Owen's name. So then, so Rava now immediately, she's like, hey, I talked to a guy named Owen. I'm sure there can't be many of them in Tatooine. You know, so like, <clears throat> I'm going past the plot whole details that I don't like at the moment. Because I think they, they're going to wrap explain. it up next I week. I think they're going to wrap it up. So one thing I do need to talk about, though, because I want to get your opinion on it. So as of right now with Vader... We are actually at a perfect closing point that works into the New Hope scenario. Where I last time we were here, I was the or you were the master, and I was the learner, blah, blah blah, all that. I know I'm botching the quote. I can never remember the quote. Right now, we're at that point because Kenobi straight embarrassed Vader mm-hmm. and show and completely outsmarted him. So. I'm going to throw my opinion out there real quick. I want to hear yours afterwards. I don't think we're going to... I think we'll see Vader again, but I don't think we're going to see Vader and Kenobi fight again. I, I don't think... I, if they do, then they... Like, Kenobi would have to straight embarrass Vader, and it would be hard for them to explain, like, how Vader doesn't know where Kenobi is. So... I don't think we're going to see Vader and Kenobi fight again. I think I think this next episode we're going to see Kenobi and Rava fight, and going from there. But I don't think we're, I think we'll see Vader again. But I just don't think we're going to see. Them I fighting. think that we're going to see Vader. I would venture to say that we're going to see him not in his suit because then what was the point of bringing Hayden Christensen back for this? We need. I know they probably a big reason they brought him back was for the name and for the few flashbacks that we did get. But they like hardcore used him for advertisement for this series. That's why I think we're gonna and, see some more, maybe some more aftermath, maybe some more flashbacks in season. I or, want Clone Wars. Yeah. flashbacks not that's a not, har- i i want it that's a hard one to know if they would they would do or not i mean and i'm not i'm not even asking for like to see ahsoka or anything like that i want a clone wars flashback i want to see them you know i want to see clone troopers out on the ground with no helmet on stuff like that like i that's what i want to see i we're overdue for a live action form of that. And I understand 
Order 66 is cool. We don't know much about it, but I want to see more aspects of Order 66. I want to be away from the Jedi Temple. You know? Yeah. Everything that we've seen live action so far of Order 66, other than the other scenes in Episode 3 of, of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, everything has been in the Jedi Temple. So, I just, I want to see m- m- more devastation of Order 66 past the Jedi Temple. That's what I want to see. If not, I want to see Clone Wars stuff. Don't get me wrong, I'm super happy to see the flashback of of another time frame that we don't know a lot about, which is pre-Attack of the Clones. And I love the fact that they made it clear what time era this is. He He has the long... <laughs> he has the long Padawan braid. He has his hand still. You know, they made it very clear. So I want to see Natalie Portman still. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do. I just don't know if she would, but I feel like... I I really wanted to see Ahsoka. Like, I wanted live Clone Wars flashbacks before the show started, but now I'm to the point I'm like, I want... I want to see Padme. Yes. Oh, I would love to see her. I would love to... I tell you something I would even be okay with, and I, it would satisfy me. I would love for like us to have like a closing scene or something with Vader, and like Anakin comes through for a minute, and he just like breathes Padme, like he's like trying to talk hmm. to her because they in comics and stuff he talk. There's all the time where he's like actively talking to her, even though she's not there, but he's like talking like she is there. And, like, says her name and stuff. I would love, like, just that little reach there just to show, like, why he is still doing all this. Why why he is here. And that he still actively is thinking about her. So, one last question. For me, at least. And you can ask all the questions you want or throw your Disney fun facts out there. Uh, Last question I have. For Leia, do you think that she's going to get mind-wiped? Before she gets put back with Belle. No. I think she will. I think something's going to happen to where she loses some of her memories. Because there's a lot that's happening in this episode that I feel like she would have known later on. And it doesn't line quite up with canon. It, But they did close enough to where they could leave it alone. So I had I hadn't thought about them like wiping her mind or anything like that i feel like that would make me sad if they did that i mean it would be sad but i think i think something needs to happen where not everything but just a little bit she would look because i think where everybody's getting hung up on is when she puts the message with r2 and sends r2 away the she says you've you fought alongside with my father during the Clone Wars. It makes me wonder, like, why, unless she's just really reaching for, like, a sympathy thing, like trying to pull Kenobi's heartstrings, I understand that this movie is way older than the series, but for them to lead into that properly, she should have said, you know, something along the lines bringing back to these memories. So I feel like there has to be something there that she would lose this portion of her memories. Even though that's really cheesy. I hate cop-outs like that. 
it, but I understand that the canon is really tight with that to make everything fit really tightly. So I think something's going to happen that's going to wipe her memory a little bit. But I, I like how we're a little diverse. We've had the last two questions I asked were both kind of split on. So I'm excited. We got one more episode left. It came quick. I know. That having those first two episodes in the same week really threw it off. But I think it's gonna work out for the best because that gives us that gives us right at a month for until Thor Love and Thunder. I thought Thor came out like the first week of June. June. July. Oh. Which so we have a week until Thor. <laughs> yeah, and Stranger say, Things. Yeah, leave me alone. It's okay. been a busy week. Okay. So collectibles of the week. Ah, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. You go. You first. may still be thinking about yours. Yeah, go ahead. Hmm. So mine, as as I'm talking here, I'm moving my hands awkwardly to. Aggravate Destiny while we're doing the collectibles of the week. You look like a robot. <laughs> so, I want to talk about my Ahsoka book that Destiny is currently mishandling. I so, am not mishandling <laughs> it. So. It is sitting in your car, just in uh, the shade. In the shade, whatever, whatever. Okay, I do want to talk about the Ahsoka book. Because there is, I saw a thing come up the other day that is talking about uh, the Kenobi series and talking about where would Ahsoka be at this point in time. And that book does an awesome job of explaining what she is actually doing right around this time. And uh, no spoilers for Destiny, but it is an awesome book. I love the book. I would love to reread it at one point after destiny's done it and do my own do a little episode about it but dakota's not a reader and he read this book like every night for weeks i know i have the the queen series the that i got you yes and now the last one's out i've got to start reading those because i've heard they're great too well i got him those because i had read that I think the same author writes them that wrote the Ahsoka books. And a yes. lot of people said if you like the Ahsoka books, you would like those. Yes. The, it was... I, I just... I love the flow of the Ahsoka book. But it, it ties in so much to what's going on right now. It does also explain a lot of stuff leading to Rebels. It's very. It's just very good. So if you're a reader and you like Ahsoka and you want to know a little bit... You just want to have a little snippet of more of knowledge of what's going on in this time frame time frame around Kenobi that's a great book to read awesome book I give it five out of five stars personally okay my collectible of the week I'm kind of afraid I've already done it but I don't remember that's fine we can double well we have way too much stuff to double but if I do I'm gonna apologize now I'm gonna start making a list of all of our collectibles we've done so it doesn't happen but mine is my Loki posters. I don't think you've done the posters yet. I have two Loki posters from the show. And one is just Loki in his like TVA get up. And it has the logo. And it says for all time always. And then the other one is more of the actual like TV show poster. It has like all the characters on it and stuff. And 
I just think they're freaking awesome. Here we are a year later, and, like, they're still hanging up. I'm mm-hmm. still ready for season two. I miss it. It was, like, the best show. So, what we're wanting to do eventually, we have this closet in our closet. I had room. the idea. Yes, and I'm going to... I'm trying to make it happen so we have a space in our closet our house when we got it didn't come with any closet doors so we're slowly even so closet. stupid we've been slowly putting closet doors on all of it but in our collection room we're leaving them off and the reason we're leaving it off is we actually want to come across one of the poster racks at like walmart five below target something like that so if you know of a store closing that might have one that we could get like please let us know because we really want one and and yes i know you can go on amazon and get them but the ones on amazon are not big enough for for like full-size movie posters uh, and that's the one I'm, I want them to be able to contain a full-size movie poster. Also, I want the ones from the stores, too, because we are also probably going to put puzzles in some of that them. That was my idea, because we have yes. all these puzzles, and we don't have anything to do with them, but we always glue them together, and I think they look so cool. And I just had the idea, what if we could put them in, like, this poster things so then they're put together forever and somewhere where we could look through and see what we've done because we've hit a point where I've started taking my puzzles apart after I get done with them because we don't have the the means to store them yeah we have I mean we have I think 10 or 11 poster or not posters puzzles hanging up on the wall at the moment and we have it probably double that maybe even triple that that's just stacked and put up. Right and I'm now. currently working on some that I got from Disney. Yeah, that's four. That's yeah. four of them. But they are beautiful. I don't want to talk about them too much. I'm saving that. <laughs> anyway, so, so that's my collectible of the week. That's my idea to like display my puzzles because I love doing puzzles. Dakota goes through phases with them. Sometimes he really likes to do them with me. And... Sometimes, most of the time he doesn't, but sometimes he gets... I just, I'm so busy here here You like your Star Wars puzzles. Yes. I've just been, I've been so busy here lately, it's hard for me to focus on anything outside of... I literally have wanted to do nothing this week but work on my puzzles, and I've barely had time. I'll have like 15 minutes a day that I get to work on them. (laughs) I've even squeezed in a couple of five-minute sessions before work to work on them. So, like Dakota said, we're sorry for the late podcast this week. Hopefully, we'll get some free time to, like, get caught up. We're still planning on doing... But we've got... Yeah, we've got exciting news, though. We start bonus episodes tomorrow. Or not bonus episodes. You don't want to call bonus episodes. Mini episodes. Our mini series Hopefully. Starts. Yes. And gonna... they're mysteries. It's about our vacation, but we're not going to tell you what we're talking about. Yes, so definitely tune in on it because there is we're going to be going across across the board with all kinds of topics and especially a big one which will be how to use Genie Plus. Yes, we're going to tell you how to use it. We're going to tell you everything nobody told us. Yes. So, I hope everybody has an awesome week. I it's just I my week's getting better. It's the weekend now. 
So. I'm enjoying having my weekends off with you, so. I'm glad you are, we're, we're going to spend, like, none of it together this weekend. We're really not, <laughs> but we're fixing to go grocery shopping together, so that's sweet. Okay, guys, have a good weekend and a good week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.